can't relate or communicate with your teen? Welcome to Baffled with your hosts, Jason and Sam, who are here to help you understand your misunderstood teen. As teen educators and trainers, they understand what it is that is baffling you as a parent. Enjoy the show. All right. Well, welcome back to Baffled. How's everyone doing out there? How you doing, Sam? I'm doing A-OK, Jason. How you doing? Well, we're in Florida, and as you know, it is very hot. It's August, and so we're just trying to deal with the heat right now. But Oh, yeah. It's brutal out there. Brutal. No rain. Hasn't rained much at all. But anyway, it is good to be back. And so um, maybe by now your, your, your child, your student is in school and uh, back in the swing of things. The summer is over. It feels like the summer's still going on, but it's 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 over for for the summer activities. But anyway, so what we want to talk about today is who our teenagers are surrounding themselves with, uh, because this is very important. Influence uh, does matter. I mean, now parents are the number one influence in a child's life, believe it or not, but also they have their friends, which are uh, I think fall a close second for sure. And so this can be on social media, this can be in person. And so one of the quotes that uh, I hear a lot, and we actually use in our presentations, is show me your friends and I'll show you your future. I don't know who wrote that, author unknown, but it's one that uh, I see on teachers have posters of, of that on their wall as well. So let's start off with a question. Who was your earliest childhood friend that you can remember, Sam? Do you remember? Um... <laughs> I'm not as old as some people, but it's still going back. But I had this friend, Jared. At least I was born in New York, and I had a friend, Jared, that played baseball, football with. Mm-hmm. And so I, that's the first, like, non-cousin, non-brother friend that I remember. Okay. I would say, I, I honestly, I, I'm just being honest, I didn't have a lot of friends. Uh, I grew up with my brother and my cousin, my cousin Will, and we, we were just kind of that, that, that click, you know, and... Um, I had friends at school, but as far as like outside of school, that I was always with them. We were like three musketeers all the time. I had a lot of neighborhood friends, so we were the typical ride your bikes, play football, baseball, wiffle ball, everything you could. So it was a... And I did that all with my cousin and my brother. <laughs> so, I mean, we would, uh, there would be other kids in the neighborhood. We'd, we'd maybe play something with them like baseball or wiffle ball, but it wasn't like the pal around like, like you guys had. Yeah. So, okay, okay. Huh, interesting. Um, what was a, a way, or excuse me, what was a way a bad friend had gotten you in trouble? Do you remember that? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I'll go back to the first name I mentioned, Jared. Uh, I was telling Jason before we even started recording, I'm like, the, he, we had, used to have block parties a lot. And, um, well, one block party, all the adults were in the front of the house. And so we snuck into the back of the house and maybe, we were, I think we were in third grade together. And we uh, partook in our first adult beverage. And then uh, as we were finishing up, turned a corner, and there was Jared's dad. And uh, Greg, who is an awesome dude, but not happy at the moment. So mm. we learned that one the hard way. <laughs> yeah, that would uh, be a good example of that. Uh, well, I hate to show you up, but uh, I mean, I, no, I'm just kidding. But um, I didn't, hanging out with my brother and my cousin, for the most part, we were... Uh, good influences on each other. I mean, we, we we did stupid stuff just like kids do. But as far as getting into trouble, like you know, with substances or breaking the law or anything, never never anything like that. So, you know, just just stupid stuff. You know, 
we punched a hole in the wall one time. That that type of stuff. But oh, I could go all day. <laughs> the rap sheet, right? Yeah, yeah. The the playing manhunt and being in people's backyards and having the cops drive you home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those. Oh, we were we were in the backyard one time and we were we had a baseball bat and we were hitting these little rocks, um, just oh, doing yeah. like a home run derby. And I remember I hit one, and all of a sudden you hear crash. It was a, a aluminum shed. And we, we just ran. We're like, you know, so it's just silly childhood stuff like that. But. You were a better child than I was. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we, all, we all have our issues. But anyway, um, so what type of friends do we want our children to have? That, that's, that's the question I want to ask today. Now, obviously, you don't have children. I have two teenagers. And uh, I'll tell you what right now, I, I definitely want them to be surrounded with good, positive influences uh, of People that better them, you know, that don't get them in trouble, don't pressure them to do things they shouldn't be doing or, or we don't want them doing. So I know for we, us, my wife and I, we always pray that they would have those good, solid friendships. And some, and most of the time, I think they gravitate to them. I know my daughter does. My son, you know, he he tends to, but, uh, you know, he's a boy and boys will be boys. And so he likes to, to, to goof off and and do, do certain things, you know, but, um, but anyway, I, I definitely hope and pray that they do, uh, gravitate to good, uh, positive influences, you know, and, um, and, you know, we really try to, uh, help create that atmosphere. You know, one of the things is, is church and youth group. Um, you know, we really want them there every, every week to, to build those friendships and, and have that influence in them. Also, we, we have made a decision to put our kids in private schools, um, which is, seems to be a better atmosphere. Um, not that kids in private schools are perfect, but you know that they um, at least uh, have somebody they can gravitate to that that would um, have those positive role models. Another thing too would be sports and dance. My daughter dances and seems like she is um, in good company with the, pe- the the kids that she dances with. My son has played both baseball and lacrosse, and uh, it seems like um, you know they can be. Some some good kids on the teams as well. So what, a, lot of, what, a lot of bad influences for lacrosse with him. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Sam is a uh, lacrosse coach, by the way. So uh, yeah, they're good kids, but they they uh, again they they're boys, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. so what do you think about all that? Like as far I know you don't have kids, but like what do you think of as far as uh, the, those positive influences? Um, I I mean it's wildly important. Like elementary school, we just did crazy things. But at the time in high school, it was just typical nonsense boy stuff but i know i didn't really get in trouble i have an older brother two years older than me and uh, i remember the sro to school coming up to me and my dad uh just one day at, like after we were, i think we were we were at a varsity football game my freshman year and uh he goes like your son like talking about my brother is like is a great kid he just happened to find the five worst kids in the school to make his best friend so like the five kids he's concerned about the five kids always getting in trouble my brother always gravitates towards it. And when I was a freshman in high school, it was kind of just like that, like, all right, I had a bunch of different friends. But then sophomore year, you'll notice a lot too. It's like, all right, either you go down the path of staying immature and getting in trouble, or you go like, all right, you know what? Those guys were fun, but I kind of want, like, these friends a little more realistic, kind of need to focus on these studies and need to do these things. And so I think that's very important because they're going to have, I mean, I have a lot of friends come and go, and I've seen a lot of people and teenagers now that I work with the friends that come and go, but like, yeah, it, it's it's extremely important. You know, there's gonna be friends that are more fun but more dangerous. 
friends that are kind of just calmer, uh, but, you know, sometimes that isn't attractive in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they're kind of boring. They just, you know, they're good student, this and that. But those are the people that you're going to want to kind of push your kids towards a lot of that. And also, as parents, youth workers, too, it's uh, a lot of times our kids hang out who with who we like we hang out with too, right? Mm-hmm. And so who are you bringing around too? So like your friends, what are their kids like? Because uh, sometimes just because they're your best, they're your best friends personally, maybe their children aren't the best influence for your children. And I know that's a very hard thing to think about because they're your friends and everything, mm-hmm. but just the influence around is so important too. Mm-hmm. And I think because like when I talk about my friend Jared, like our parents were best friends. And so, and sometimes they weren't like, how did I learn to say bad words? From him. Mm-hmm. And from his older brother. And like, how did I learn all these things? It's from that influence. Yeah. Like, they're, I mean, they're still great friends. I talk to them every now and then. But it's, those weren't the best influence to be around. But it was, you know, our parents connected. And so I think that's kind of a huge thing to look at, too. It's like, who am I voluntarily putting my kids around? Coaches. Friends, kids, things like that. The sports team good for him or not? This cheer team good for her or not? So that's a huge important thing too. It's how are we? What settings are we putting them in that's going to help them find good people? Yeah, I think uh, you know having those conversations with with our children about who they hang out with and and just I think it's those ongoing talks, but also uh, that we're also educating them on what's right and what's wrong. Mm-hmm. So if we are having those drug and alcohol talks or we're having those relationship talks or, or whatever the case may be, you know, that, that those conversations, those dinner conversations or, or whatever uh, the setting is, that, you know, that, that knowing what they believe and why and, and what choices they should make will help them choose their friends wisely. And so I, I know for, for me, and this is something we do in our presentations, uh, we, we have the, you know, you have the three medals. You have the gold, the silver, and the bronze. And the, the gold are your best friends. And usually your best friends are not, you don't have 10 best friends. You have one or maybe two really good, solid friends, and they should be good influences. So they, those are the ones that are you, you talk to the most, you hang out with the most. But again, they should be good influences. The silver ones are your acquaintances. These are the ones that you may see at school or summer camp or in your baseball team, you know, dance studio. And it doesn't mean you hang out and, and are together all the time, but you are surround it yourself with a good community, your tribe, you know, people that are doing good and making good choices. And those should be, of course, positive influences. But then you have your bronze friends. Those are the ones that are toxic, that are bad influences, that are pressuring you and, and pushing you to, to make those uh, negative choices that get you in trouble and cause harm unto your life. So it's all about choosing your friends wisely is really what it is. You know, bad company corrupts good character. So having those talks and just and maybe even bringing a personal story, like when one day Sam, when you do have kids, you can have that Ugh. talk about Jared. <laughs> hey, me and Jared, you know. So they, because we can lecture to her blue in the face, but when you bring a personal story and say, "Listen, been there, done that, got the T-shirt," that's that's a '90s phrase. Don't do it. It's not worth it. The the consequences are are will will haunt you. We'll we'll bring guilt and shame, and so having those conversations and uh, encourage them to continue to make the right choices in life. So, well, I think that concludes our episode today. We're going to talk more about this in the next couple uh, episodes that we have coming up. So for now, thank you for joining and we'll see you next time. Peace out.
Thank you for listening to Baffled, helping you understand your misunderstood team. We hope you enjoyed the show today. For more inspiration and information, check out our website at m2l.org. Feel free to ask questions, call, or email us. Thank you.